The views and opinions expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video, we are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. But you got to have friends. The feelings are so strong. You got to have friends to make that day last long. I had some friends, but they're gone. Someone came and took them away, and from the dust till the dawn. Here is where I'll stay. Good morning, good friend. Welcome to the program. Bob Slider, Howard Monroe here to entertain you, inform you, and uh, maybe make you laugh a little bit. Oh, maybe make you just throw up. I don't know. We, you know, we, we, we sometimes engender intriguing uh, emotions in you, our listeners. But that means you're engaged with us, and we like that. You can actually be engaged with us more aggressively than just listening by using the Frio Stack auction service hotline. That is open right now at 304-232-8255, 304-232-TALK if you want to chat. Or you can use the Frio Stack auction service text line. 304-214-1600. 78 degrees right now, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 76 of the Highlands, 75 and by uh, backyard home pool in Elm Grove, and 76 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Partly cloudy this morning, and the clouds will give way to sunshine this afternoon. Dry day, hot day all day long. We'll call it right around 90, could be a little above, a little below. Call it 90 for the high today. Tomorrow, National Weather Service says a heat advisory kicks in. That means that all day long, the temperatures will be well into the 90s, and the heat index is likely to be over 100 degrees during the day tomorrow. So uh, today and tomorrow, really, plan yourself accordingly. It's going to be hot, and you want to make sure you stay properly hydrated. I'm not hydrating for... Uh, you know, it's not hot in here in the studio. It's actually kind of pleasant here in the studio today. But I'm, I'm sucking down my S. Pellegrino mineral water like crazy this morning. I don't know what it is. Usually two of those last you a little bit, Howard. You're, I'm almost you're done an hour one. and 12 minutes into the show, and you're, you're about out. Your, can, almost, your almost canteen's empty, second. Howard. I don't know. What are you going to do? I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm dehydrating from yesterday. I do not know. Coming up, we'll talk about the UFO hearing on Capitol Hill yesterday. More on West Virginia politics and deep fake videos, those that look real but they're not. We'll talk about that and how they could be impacting the upcoming uh, election all across the country, frankly. Bob, you were talking about the TBT, which we have tonight here on the Watchdog. 7 o'clock, is that right? Uh, yes, that's the West Virginia and the Marshall alumni game. And that should be kind of a good game, fun game. Check it out here on the Watchdog Radio Network this evening, FM 97.7, FM 98.1, AM 1370, AM 1600. Uh, of course, one of the stories that we talked about yesterday from the TBT on Tuesday and we had some fun with it, you know. It's just, it was, it was, but it was interesting. Uh, it, uh, we talked about it yesterday in the show. TV Seven picked up on it later in the day yesterday, and the Morning Intel today. Bob Herzl's uh, column today uh, is it mentions it. Fluarty tossed out at the TPT. West Virginia delegate Sean Fluarty had a courtside courtside seat at Tuesday night's game until he was asked to leave. Spectators in West Banco Arena and watching on the ESPN Plus across the nation witnessed a referee blow his whistle uh, after a player from the Zoo crew made of a Pitt alumni attempted a free throw. The referee then gestured to nearby law enforcement to Fluhardy, who exited his seat and then was escorted out of the arena. Fluhardy is the minority whip in the House of Delegates, and he is an attorney and alumni of alumnus of WVU. He's a radical fan of WVU. Sounds like it. Oh, if you follow his, you know, Twitter feed or his uh, face, I mean, he's he's a, he's a passionate fan, and he told me that himself. He said, "Hey, you know how I feel about WVU," and therefore he doesn't care much for well, you know, Pitt. Um, but he was sitting he was sitting courtside with House Minority Leader Doug Scaff. He's the Minority Leader of the House. Doug Scaff also is the, uh, I think, president, the ad honcho and chief bigwig of HD Media, which owns the Herald Herald uh, news, newspaper in uh, Huntington and the Charleston Gazette. So Scaff was there. and uh, They weren't asked to leave, were they? They were not asked to leave. <laughs> Delegate Sean Hornbuckle from Cabell County, African-American, but he and, he and Sean Fleurty often 
work together, you see in there. So I mentioned that. Did they laugh or they go, oh, my God, Sean? Oh my I God. have been with friends who have been uh, thrown out of ball games. I've, I've been there. You know, I've, I've, I've been sat there and burned. No, I've never, uh, I've never been ejected from any type of sporting event, Howard. And what's kind of cool about this is, again, I, a couple of my buddies one time, they spilled a beer over the deck, uh, made a fuss out of it. They, they were asked to leave. Uh, but I, I've seen that before where the usher will go get security or, or somebody will go get security. I've never been there where the on-court, on-ice, on-field official says timeout, and they say that no. guy. And when they talk, that guy. When they talk, uh, security listens. So if they say you got to go, there's no negotiating. You've got to go. And they 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 escorted him out of the building. Should quickly point out, as the newspaper do, did, as uh, TV Seven did, as I did yesterday. Fluerty was neither arrested nor charged with anything. It was just, hey, buddy, why don't you just, just get out of here? And Sean, you could see if you watch the video, he's back slapping and talking to the security as they're escorting him out. And he, you know, he told me, he said, you know, hey, we were just, I just laughed at him and off I went. All right. Well, are they going to be laughing tonight? Is he going to be sitting there watching the game or are they well, telling him to get question. out? He that's can't come in. That's a good in. question. I think, he, let me see. This is from uh, Hertzel's column. Anyone who knows me knows I'm a passionate WVU fan and probably a little too loud, <laughs> Flewarty said. This was nothing more than old-fashioned banter with Pitt fans as part of our historic rivalry. WVU won, Marshall won. It was a great atmosphere in Wheeling, and I look forward to continuing to cheer on our state while toning it down a notch. So <laughs> that's a, those are Sean's comments there. Uh, again, it, 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 I mean, it's... It, Yes, he was escorted out. Yes, apparently he got a little rude or whatever the word is. But um, uh, it, it was you – know, I, I talked to Sean afterwards, as I said, and um, his, his first response to me was poetic. And it began with eat. And then there was a little poetic phrasing that came after that that many people who follow the WVU pit rivalry know what it was. A Frio Stack auction service text line, 304-214-1600. Fluarty should be more mature as an attorney and delegate. Plus, he's 40 years old. Actually, the paper says he's 39. Yeah, that's what I had him down as 39. So, I guess, uh, anyways. And also, real quick before I get to my next guest, um, we're talking about the heat. Uh, and I, you know, how, when was the last real heat wave we had around here? Howard, 1988 was the hottest summer I can remember. It was in the 90s for days, even 100 a few days, no rain. I mowed grass the 1st of June, didn't mow it again until September. Wow, I don't, this I don't remember that. I, I know I was out and about, and I was out in it, but Way I don't remember this how. Stretch. And this is not the uh, – actually, I think the, the heat we had about a month ago was a, a longer, hotter stretch than we're having right now. I think it's just because we are hot, and it's part of this big nationwide heat trend that we're following there. You can text me if you'd like to on the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. We will be talking about SNAP benefits, food stamps, if you will. They are decreasing, and uh, in West Virginia, it's a particular problem. That's coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Now at Menard, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. Enhance your home security with Truebolt electronic lock sets. The Truebolt Trinidad electronic entry lever provides keyless access to your home with a programmable keypad and is available in four finishes. Get it today for only $74.99 after 11% rebate at Menards. Good through July 30th, savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at the Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. Just off I-70, the top of the hill, the Highlands. We are back. Check out your favorite. 
Talk Radio Station on our new Facebook page at Watchdog WV. Click our like button to follow what's happening on the Watchdog FM 98 Watt and 97.7 AM 1600 and 1370. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. These are the 100 days of summer. And this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps rolling on down to San Antonio. Every Thursday, it's country But music, bumper music here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 78 degrees right now at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 76 at the Highlands, 75 on the pool deck in my backyard, my son's backyard actually, two doors down from me, 76 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Uh, the clouds from the morning will turn to sunshine this afternoon. It's going to be dry. It's going to be hot. Look for high around 90. An actual heat advisory kicks into effect tomorrow, which means we look for heat uh, indexes. Feels like temperatures over 100 could be as high as 104 degrees. So watch out for that. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be hot. Take care of yourselves out there. Um, we are beginning to see uh, some of the pandemic-related money that used to be helping. Um, Lower-income people begin to fade away as the pandemic money, the uh, the federal money from the federal government goes away. And recently, in the federal debt limit deal approved by Congress, uh, SNAP benefits are decreasing, and to some, in some cases, decreasing significantly, which is going to put a lot of people, uh, particularly in West Virginia, uh, in in some serious situations. With me this morning, Seth DeStefano is a policy outreach coordinator for the. Westbrook Center for Budget and Policy. Uh, Steph, Seth, good morning. We are going to be among the biggest hit by these reductions from that debt relief bill, right? Um, correct, Howard. West Virginia, um, due to our, our demographics, um, with the uh, I hate to call it a debt limit deal, um, it, it's more of a kind of a capitulation on all sides. <laughs> okay. um, will be the hardest hit state um, when it comes to the SNAP provisions um, than any other state in the country. What what are the is it simply a decrease in dollars? Uh, I think they put some work requirements in. What kind of changes are coming down the pipe? So what I would what I would propose um, it's it's work reporting requirements, right? It's not work requirements. Okay, gotcha. That's that's a very important distinction um, for your listeners out there. It's not um, saying well, people who work um, you know x amount of hours a week. Um, we'll just magically hold on to their SNAP benefits if they are 50 years old and older or between 18. That's never how it has worked. What the, the problem with this is is that if you cannot prove to DHHR that you are working a certain number of hours a, a week, um, you're kicked off. So it doesn't really matter if you have a part-time job that, you know, for instance, is 20 hours one week, 25 the next, maybe 30 the week after that, but only 15 the week before. If you cannot make it to your local office, right? And God forbid if there's no one at your local DHHR office to to report to because they're completely overworked, you just fall through the cracks, right? That's been the problem historically with this policy. What the debt limit um, you know, deal, if you will, did was it extended those work reporting requirements as a condition of receiving federal food, food on the table um, for adults between the ages of 50 and 54. So there is not an, an additional requirement that you have to that, that you have to work to get this uh, more an additional requirement that you work to receive SNAP benefits. It's just now that you have to document that. Is that correct? Well, you have to document it, and it extends it extends the age limit, right? So all things being equal, um, you know, people without dependent children uh, between the ages of 18 and 49 
um, have to um, prove um, that they are working an average of 20 hours a week in a given month in order to hold on to federal food assistance. Um, it is a policy um, that has its roots in the 1996 welfare reform championed by Bill Clinton and Newt Gingrich. Um, and it is a policy through data and evidence that has failed miserably. Yeah, well, let, right? Let's talk about that because um, yeah. we, we look at the numbers and the reality is that work requirements and in addition to that now work reporting requirements really don't send more people into the workforce or get the you know the lazy welfare people off the rolls uh, they really don't have any it, it, there's no it really doesn't create any incentive um, what it does unfortunately sometimes simply take money away from those who need it yeah that's exactly what it does um, work reporting requirements um, serve only one function and that is to um, take food away from people who are hungry that's it that's that is the only and it's, it's not a bug it's a feature that's what the policy was designed to do, and that's that's really all the p policy is successful at doing. It's all based on the premise that we started hearing, well, maybe before this, but certainly started hearing way back in the Ronald Reagan days of the welfare queens and all that sort of thing. The, the somehow mistaken belief, and I know that I'm right about this, but you can put some numbers to it if you want to, the mistaken belief that people on various forms of, of assistance, welfare, SNAP, others, are somehow lazy bums sitting on the doorstep just waiting for their check. I mean, that's, that's the premise behind this, right? I mean, I think that, you know, when you talk about the politics behind it, you know, I think there is some truth in, in kind of what you're talking about there, um, that, you know, there are certain elected officials over the last 40 years or so um, who find political benefit and value um, in what um, data tells us is completely wrong. Um, you know, the bottom line is, is that, you know, in the state of West Virginia, let me just give you some, some rough numbers here. Sure. Um, in fiscal year, you know, 2022, SNAP helped 310,000 people um, throughout West Virginia, 18% of the population. Um, almost 58% of SNAP participants are families with kids, children, Howard. Um, more than 44% are in families uh, with members who are older or they have um, disabled family members. Um, you know, roughly, roughly 85%, close to 85% um, of households um, who, who rely on SNAP to put food on the table live below the poverty line. Um, you know, SNAP is a, a critical lifeline um, and an and effective lifeline um, for folks um, to reduce food insecurity, reduce poverty. And to be 100% honest with you, um, it, is, it is the bedrock of, of, of West Virginia's food supply economy. Yeah, those federal dollars are very, very important to our community. They're important to keeping grocery stores open. They're important to keep people who are involved in the commerce of, of like, food shopping and stuff like that on the job. Yeah, that's a point that I think sometimes gets overlooked. Federal dollars that go to low-income people to help, help sustain them, particularly food dollars, um, still circulate through the economy, whether they come from the federal government, whether they come from uh, Joe's hardware store that you work at, which however it gets, the money still circulates through the economy. You, they still have to go out and buy food and, and, and supplies and what have you. So it, it's from, from, from that point of view, um, it, 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 it's part of, part of the economy. Take that away, and these folks don't buy food, which means some grocery store gets a little bit less business, and that's something I don't think we often stop to think about. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's important, right? Nobody nobody wins. Everybody suffers uh, when the local grocery store has to shut down. Um, and the, the, the honest truth of the matter is that federal food assistance, um, for as much as it helps children in West Virginia, for as much as it helps seniors in West Virginia, and for as much as it helps so many hundreds of thousands of people put food on the table, it also is a critical part um, of making sure um, that, that, you know, in certain parts of West Virginia, parts, you know, northern Panhandle, southern West Virginia, it doesn't matter where you are, um, a lot of small to medium-sized grocery stores, even some of our bigger players, um, you know, really count on those federal food assistance dollars um, to, to stay viable. And that's just, that's, you know, in a state like West Virginia that has chronic poverty um, and, and chronic struggles, that's important, right? Nobody wins when the local grocery store shuts down. doesn't matter if you rely on SNAP benefits or not. 
Um, if your family doesn't rely on SNAP benefits and the local grocery store has to shut down because all this federal money gets pulled out um, and you have to drive an additional 30 to 45 minutes to buy groceries, that's not helpful for you, right? That doesn't work out. Food insecurity is also a root cause of other problems we have here in the state. We are among the unhealthiest in the state, and part of that's because we have too many people that are barely uh, able to feed themselves and even worse, their kids. Uh, we also hear it uh, brought up every time we talk about the problems in our education system, that part of the problem that teachers uh, say they find is that kids come to school and not having enough to eat. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And um, God bless the, uh, the men and women of the school service personnel industry um, and, and those who make sure um, that, you know, um, the overwhelming majority of West Virginia children in public schools have access to free breakfast and lunch. I do want to give them a shout out. Aside from SNAP, um, one thing West Virginia does very, very well, um, and, and the people at the Department of Education deserve a lot of credit for this, um, is making sure West Virginia kids have access to, to breakfast and lunch. Um, we, we are amongst one of the best in the nation when it comes to that, and um, those good folks deserve um, a shout-out for their efforts. Yeah, um, I, SNAP, I couldn't agree SNAP helps there, too, right? SNAP helps there, too, right? SNAP helps make sure that, you know, those kids have dinner when they get home, right? Um, yeah, and, and that's and, and that uh, everybody knows, the experts will tell us, whoever the experts are, that that's, that's critical to, to, to good education. If kids are, not, if kids are hungry, they're not learning. So then we have – then it's a cycle. Well, then, geez, what's wrong with our education system? Well – to begin with, we have kids that, that are hungry, you know, so we have to deal with that. You know, I want to go back to work requirements and, again, the, the additional work reporting requirements, too. One of the things I wonder if, if is considered in this is that, you know, the, the concept that so-and-so doesn't want to go to work is how expensive it is to go to work if you have kids. And I'm referring to the fact that you've got to do something with your kids, child care. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, number one, raising kids is work. That's just that's something that, you know, is, you know, you ask any parent. Um, I don't have children myself, but my, my brothers and my sister do. Lots of friends do. Um, you know, people's lives change um, in, in, in many, many ways um, when they have kids. And it's just it's a lot of work to raise kids. Right. And so if you, you know, if the choices get to be um, for a lot of families, you know, you either find a job that pays well enough where you can afford child care or somebody has to stay home because child care is so expensive. Um, that it's it's financially prohibitive to get a job, and that's a, and that that happens in more cases than I think many folks want to recognize. If you can't get if you have kids, it's, you have to do something with them. And I would like to work, says mom, but what do I do with my kids? Childcare is a not accessible to an awful lot of people, and b not affordable to those who even have access to it. So that's a problem. We had a partial answer to that early in the uh, pandemic years when the federal government actually began to uh, look at these things and, and created the, uh, the extended child care tax credit where we saw in West Virginia a lot of families almost move out of poverty simply because of that child care tax credit. It expired and hasn't been extended yet, although, Seth, I hear talk they're thinking about it on Capitol Hill. Do you hear that as well? I do. Um, we, we are hearing, um, you know, maybe slightly more than murmurs, if you will, um, about, you know, bringing back the extended child tax credit. Um, as you mentioned, Howard, um, let's put some numbers to this. I think it was almost 50,000 kids in West Virginia um, were, were pushed over the poverty line uh, because of the extension of because of the expanded child tax credit. That is a, a marvelous feat. Um, millions of children around the country were pushed over the poverty line. Um, families kind of right on the brink there found themselves um, in, a, in a more financially secure place to do things like pay for child care so they could get into the workforce and make more money. Um, they were able to afford basics like rent and food. Um, and, and so many families saw a positive difference um, in their material circumstances. It was really um, horribly unfortunate um, that 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 ended um, when it did. Uh, but we are hearing some discussion um, about, I guess, through the various appropriations bills and through the various budgeting process at the federal level, um, there are a number of United States senators and members of the House of Representatives that are fighting um, to reinstate the expanded child tax credit. And I really hope they're successful. It, it, you know, I, I think of all the things, Howard, when I think back at the last couple of years, 
and COVID and the federal response. Um, there was there was no part of the, the federal response to COVID, be it the CARES Act, be it the American Rescue Plan, or the infrastructure bill, um, that there was no part that was more successful and more important for families um, than the expanded child tax credit. You practically overnight saw an enormous difference for the positive um, for families in West Virginia because of that. We got a good glimpse during the the response to the pandemic from from the, from the federal government. We got a good glimpse of what can happen when you have an active government that actually starts to care about the people. I'm being a little political here. I'm sorry about that. But when you begin to realize that, because I've always said, you know, the role of government is to do something. There are a lot of people, especially right now on Capitol Hill, who think the role of government is to do less. I say it's to do something. We had uh, free COVID tests and we had this free vaccines uh, during that time. And I, I can't tell you how many people now uh, who have st- can't get the COVID tests anymore. Go, I don't understand. Why can't I get my test? Because the federal government stopped uh, the, the money coming in. The child care tax credit probably is the most dramatic example of it. We raised, think about that. We raised people out of poverty with that simple act. And that's what a government should do, caring for the citizens uh, in a way that improves their lives. That, that, those things make sense. And then uh, it's like the pandemic went by and, I don't know, woke up. I'll say woke up from a bad dream. Woke up from a good dream and went back to nightmares or something. I, again, I know I'm ranting politically here, but it's just it's very frustrating to me to see. You, we, we saw during the pandemic what you can do with a government that cares. And... And after the fact, now we're seeing what happens when you get cruel once again. And I will say it's cruel. Well, I mean, I, you know, to I don't know to expand on what you're talking about a little bit there. What I would say, Howard, is that government can and should be a force for positive things and good in people's lives. And it, yeah, absolutely can be. I think the expanded child tax credit um, is a perfect example. Um, making sure um, that public roads um, are are paved and pothole free is another example, right? Um, you know. Doing nothing is, in fact, doing something, right? I mean, could you imagine if if the federal government had not responded to COVID um, in, in the manner in which we did? Right. You know, a lot of what you're seeing right now, a lot of what you're seeing right now, you know, record low unemployment, um, inflation coming drastically down. Um, you know, inflation has dropped. That is all because of action from the federal government, right? Um, but let's put this in perspective, you know, Oftentimes, I, I find myself asking, you know, what do members in Congress and any given sitting president, be it Trump or be it Biden, what, what do they prioritize when it comes to the lives of working families, right? And here's a classic example. Right now, as we speak, um, Congress is thinking, seriously thinking about sending, I think it's $866 billion to the Pentagon, right, for the annual National Defense Authorization Act. Um, you know, that particular piece of legislation is notorious. Um, for waste through military contractors, um, you know, never addresses substandard pay for enlisted members of the, the military, right? It is, it, is, it is unfortunate, but it is a reality that enlisted members of the military often have to rely on food banks in order to feed their families, right? You never hear about anything about that. And, but, you know, w- Congress will prioritize that. Um, my hope is, is that they will also prioritize the financial security um, and, and, and material well-being of families through through initiatives that are proven to work, like the expanded child tax credit. I mean, it is a total winner. Um, and I think that you, if you ask families, no matter what their political – this is the thing that, that really I find amazing, is that if you take time to talk with families, no matter their political affiliation, everybody agrees the, child, the expanded child tax credit was, was very effective. It really helped people, and it, it, you know, the help wasn't – you know, the help wasn't exclusive to, you know, Democrat families. The help wasn't exclusive to Republican families. The help wasn't exclusive to independent families. All families want. And, mean, the, and, and the number and there are numbers there that show it. I mean, we're not just 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 offering an opinion here. There are numbers that show that during that period of time when the, the credit was expanded. So do you think there's a shot at this on Capitol? I know it's being talked about, and I, I like your phrase. It's a little bit more than murmurs, but I don't know how uh, how aggressive it's going to get pushed. You think there's a shot for that on Capitol Hill? I mean, I think you know, hope springs eternal, right? <laughs> you know, you got you got to you know, you never stop fighting for these things. And I'm I'm happy to see people like Senators Michael Bennett, 
um, and Senator Sherrod Brown and, and neighboring Ohio continuing to, to champion this. And uh, I think they even got some backing um, from Ron Johnson, a Republican from Wisconsin, um, when they were talking about the effectiveness of the expanded child tax credit. So I do think that they're they're starting to. Um, we'll see how the politics play out. You know, these appropriations and spending bills can get tricky. They can get drawn out, um, you know. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, it, it is abundantly clear um, that millions of families um, across the country um, and hundreds of thousands here in West Virginia um, absolutely saw an, an immediate um, positive benefit to their material circumstances, right? not just not just their bank accounts. Right. We're talking about, you know, the ability to pay for child care, the ability to put food on the table, the ability to I mean, one, you know, one, I mean, absolutely heartwarming story. Um, I remember from Southern West Virginia talking to, you know, a single mother saying, you know what, for the first time in years, I am able to buy my daughter um, new clothes and new shoes before she goes to school. school and yeah. she can always she can always go to the Friday night football game with her friends because of the child tax credit. Right. These are like the intangible things um, that we're not just intangible. That's very tangible. Like that's very tangible in the life of, of that kid. Right. Those types of things. And so my hope is that Congress you know, hopefully our members will come around on it. Um, you know, West Virginia's delegation, unfortunately, has not been very good on this particular issue. Uh, well, my hope is that they, they see the writing on the wall and understand um, that, that this is important, uh, that this is something that West Virginia families need and that, that West Virginia families support. Well, I'm going to join you in saying hope springs eternal, and I guess that's the best I can do now. Seth, thanks for sharing some information with us and uh, – uh, you know, a little bit negative, a little bit positive. Hopefully things, hopefully we continue to think about the kids and the people in the state that are in need of assistance. And uh, that's all we can do and, and try to encourage those who have some authority about it to, to consider them as well. Appreciate your time this morning. Always appreciate the work done over at the Center for Budget and Policy. Amazing stuff that I get out of there, and I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much, Howard. Talk to you soon. Seth Stefano from the uh, Washington Center for Budget and Policy. Uh, coming up, we've got UFOs, fairs, festivals, uh, deep fake videos, and uh, some state politics. I'll get them all in. Will I get them all in? Slider's like shaking his head there. He's not so sure. It's uh, 18 to the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. Here's Taylor. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this July the 27th. In anticipation of extreme heat, Belmont County EMA officials are opening cooling shelters to provide a safe and comfortable place for residents to stay. You'll want to call ahead so that arrangements can be made to open the center. Be sure to also take snacks, prescription medicine, cell phone chargers, or any other necessities with you. Masks may be required at the cooling centers. For a full list of shelters and phone numbers, you can head on over to our website at WTRF.com. And listen to this, the 40th annual Undo's Upper Ohio Valley Italian Heritage Festival is this weekend already. And the kickoff dinner will celebrate the hard work of the board that made it all possible. Several awards and kind words were given out by festival president Michelle Fabro. Festival chairperson Tony Filberto honored this year's Italian American of the Year, Tom Fado, for his diversity and the impact he has made on so many lives. Tony says this festival is, of course, about good food, music, and drinks. It holds a special place in his heart for many reasons. Some of the changes this year include a new and improved Little Italy located near West Banco Arena with all of the Italian food, wine, and more that everyone looks forward to. They will also have two stages with nationally renowned acts like the Skyliners performing over the weekend. The Italian Heritage Festival runs from tomorrow through July 30th. And if you've ever wanted to splash a cop in a dunk tank, now's your chance. Today at the Wells Township Community Pool, the Jefferson County Sheriff's Office is hosting their Pop with a Cop event. Aside from the dunk tank, there will also be pop and snacks. And the best part? Well, entry is completely free. Again, it will take place today at the Wells Township Community Pool from 7 to 10. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday, everyone. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. 
Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real Steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Take your driving experience to the next level? Look no further than Toyota, the pioneers of automotive technology. With Toyota cars, trucks, and SUVs, you'll discover a world of cutting-edge innovation at your fingertips, like advanced driver assist features, seamless connectivity, and unparalleled safety systems. Go to buyatoyota.com for special offers, then visit your local Toyota dealership. Offers end August 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Babies come with lots of decisions. Cloth or disposable? Crib or bassinet? So when it comes to protection, go with the safest, most effective choice, vaccination. Get all the recommended vaccines for your baby by age two to protect your child against 14 serious childhood diseases. For more reasons to vaccinate, talk to your child's doctor. Go to cdc.gov vaccines or call 800-CDC-INFO. A message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. On TalkLine, we always talk with the newsmakers like U.S. Senator Joe Manchin and Brad Paisley on their trip to Ukraine recently. I am more committed than I've ever been seeing a country that's able to throw anything you can at them, face death every minute of every day, and be willing to fight. The main thing I really was struck by as we were there is they are living their lives full blast in spite of this war. TalkLine, weekdays at 10.06 on this Metro News radio station. Spend your summer mornings with us. News, information, conversation, controversy, and fun. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Satin sheets to lie on. Satin pillows to cry on. Still, I'm not happy. all his country bumper music um patsy klein no it's a i think pretty much a one hit wonder uh genie pruitt do okay you, do you remember her howard i do not remember genie pruitt no I'm that's sorry. country okay nothing against ray charles but that, that that's that, country that's kind of, yeah no it's a good song i just I, I was trying to trying to put the the voice to a name and i couldn't so all right well and I never would have, by the way, <laughs> since the answer was Jeannie Pruitt. 78 at the airport, 76 at the Highlands, 75 at Elm Grove, and 76 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. 90 will be around our high today, maybe a little over, a little below, depending on where you are and what time of day it is. Mostly sunny skies by afternoon time. Tomorrow, sunny and into the 90s with a heat advisory in effect tomorrow. Heat indexes could go up to... 104 degrees. Are you going to Oompa today? You know what? Uh, I'm heading down there. I'm thinking Donnie. Being around Donnie, I'm going to think, you know, i got to have a drink. And uh, Dr. Angelo Georges is going to be there. I don't know what time the Greeks kick off the bar, but I'm hoping it'll be open <laughs> when I get there, Howard. We are broadcasting today live from the Grecian Festival. 
We are. Uh, Donnie Gilbert uh, from 12 to 3. Uh, he told me last night Andrea Gump is going to be there. Looking forward to seeing uh, Andrea. Like I said, uh, Dr. Angelo Georges is going to be there. And you know uh, Donnie Howard. He's going to... The last time he, uh, last I talked to Donnie, he said, "Look, I, I, I want that four microphone remote. Remote. So he's got, he's got something, something lined up. You never know with Donnie. Going to grab some people from the street and talk to him, I guess, huh? Oompa, oompa. <laughs> you keep that away from Donnie. <laughs> yeah, please. At least till three. If yeah, you, till if, three. If, if you, if you possibly can. Uh, my uh, son was down there yesterday, and he said they've added some new items. Uh, for folks who maybe aren't into all the particularly the Greek food, they are going to have hot dogs. Or they have Greek hot dogs, which means feta cheese and some stuff like that on them. If you add a little Greek flavor to it. So if you just want a hot dog, I guess you can get that. I real I don't know whether it's going to be today or tomorrow or maybe even over the weekend. I, I, j I have to have a hero. I mean, I love the heroes. Never been a big lamb guy, oh, Howard. Man, no. Oh, man. God, I love it. And uh, for you daredevils out there that uh, say, I don't, I'm not afraid of that 95-degree uh, heat tomorrow uh, at the Italian Festival, it's going to be hot. Yes. And we're going to be there, and uh, you can see us there. We'll be set up right by the beer garden. The Pine Room boys are going to kick things off at 12 o'clock. They'll be there till 3 o'clock. Uh, Friday version of the Saturday Sports Huddle with Dr. Angelo Georges. Uh, he, Doc will be there with a, a couple guests, I'm sure, from uh, 3 to 4. And from 4 to 5, it'll be yours truly, Bob Slider and Brian Bearsford. Good old boys on sports. Bear and Bob, a special guest. Not Donnie. Donnie Gilbert. Donnie Gilbert. Oh we'll see how things go today. But, yes, we have him penciled in for a special guest tomorrow at the Italian Festival. So, please, stop by, say hello. Uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a hot one, but uh, water and beer will be there. And make sure you have water and beer. And beer is not hydrating. Beer is fun. Enjoy your beer. It's part of what the festival's about. But really hydrate. I suspect the water, uh, the water tent or whatever you call it will be doing a good business too. You know what's going to be tough on you, Howard, especially in this heat, if you, if you dare go out. Sons of Italy are down further. They tell me See, they're going to be further know. down by West Banco Arena. What's up with that, Howard? Can I get like a, like a little golf cart and <laughs> just, just use well, that? Maybe thing? Tim Birch will give you a lift down, go down there. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get down there or not. But the, the, the lure of the Sons of Italy hot sausage sandwich is very, very great. I don't know if I'll make it make it or not. I haven't been down for several years. but So if uh, you're listening, Nancy, and I'm sure you are, if you're going to make your like pit stop and run in and, and yet a per, uh, park further down the street, which could be a problem anyway with, it, with this. Parking anywhere is going to be a problem, yes. yeah. But uh, So we are live today at the Grecian Festival from noon to 3 with Donnie Gilbert and friends. Uh, and then uh, tomorrow, noon to 3, the Pine Room guys, 3 o'clock, it'll be uh, Doc Georges and his team. Any chance you might stop by, Howard, or you're going to stay away? Uh, I'm probably going to stay away. Too hot for Howard. It's I'm, seriously. It's, I'm just uh, yeah, the thought of, of, of walking down there to begin with is. And then I. Where's Howard? That's him laying over there on the pavement. <laughs> Remember what Doc Mercer said about if you see someone laying on the sidewalk, just don't assume they're. <laughs> Throw some water on Howard, will you? <laughs> that, that could be, it. but it's going to be fun. Hey, listen. And there's one more thing that we have not talked about all this week, and we should mention because it does continue through Saturday. And that's the Marshall County Fair. Absolutely. Our, uh, our friends down in Marshall County, that's going on. And, and you get, it's going to be hot down there, too, Howard. So uh, plenty of shade, I'm sure. But drink water and uh, great time down in Marshall County. Fair. So, yeah, Big we, fair. We've got the Greek Fest. We've got the Italian Fest. And we've got the Marshall County Fair all going on. The basketball tournament. It, it never ends, Howard. going on. And it's, it's a really, really busy weekend. But you know what, Bob? There's nothing to do in Wheeling. Not too much. It's the 7 till the hour. How much could a cyber attack cost your business? The costs stemming from a cyber attack can vary tremendously, but are extremely significant. Recent studies have shown that the average cost of a data breach to small business can range from $120,000 to $1.2 million. In addition to financial loss, companies also suffer downtime, lost opportunities, and data recovery expenses that can all quickly add up. Could your organization survive a cyber incident? If you are unsure if you are doing enough to protect your data, reputation, and dollars from cyber criminals, contact the team at Omni Strategic Technologies today. Omni has the right tools and support to help keep your business protected. Call 304-242-7600 and schedule your free consultation today or visit omniperforms.com. Omni Strategic Technologies, the only cybersecurity and advisory firm that the Watchdog trusts. Hello, Ohio Valley. This is Kate Delaney inviting you to join me overnight here on the Watchdog. 
Whether it's talking to big names in entertainment or sports, discussing the latest political news, or just chatting about life, I'll be here to keep you company on the Watchdog WVLY AM 1370, FM 97.7, or online at watchdognetwork.com. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services, recruiting top surgeons, we embody the mountaineer spirit, building upon strong traditions, pioneering medical care, moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital, delivering the right care, right place, right time. You may not be able to visit Greece, but Greece can visit you at the Grecian Fest. Starts Wednesday, July 26th and continues through Saturday, July 29th at St. John the Divine in Center Wheeling. Come and get a taste of traditional Greek food, ancient Christian faith, and authentic Greek dancers. Join a free Greek cooking class presented each day at 2 p.m. and 4 p.m. Pick up a gyro for lunch. Visit the Greek Coffee House. Enjoy indoor dining. Learn more at GrecianFest.com. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Lie beside me on the sand, put some lotion in your hand. sings this song, but I like this song. And rub it in, rub it in. I think it was pretty much another uh, one-hit wonder. Uh, that is Billy Crash Craddock. Oh, Billy Crash Craddock. No, he did several songs, Oh, he's he? a hit maker, was he? Uh, it was more than, yeah, Billy Crash That's really what I remember. Uh, yeah, rub it in, rub it in. So many meanings of that song. You so perked many, right up over there, Howard. I did. I started dancing a little bit here. Well, the guys come, our new, our engineers come back to finish all their work. I think they're supposed to do that. <laughs> I don't know. Because we've got these cameras in the studio, but they're not working. I, see, but and that would have been good because Howard was grooving. I was grooving. I, I got perked up, you know. They just uh, rub it in, rub it in, rub it in, rub it in. Hey, here's a guy who they claimed rubbed it in but didn't keep him in jail. Kevin Spacey. Which shocked me. I thought he was going to jail. Do not pass go. I was wrong on that one. The London jury found Kevin Spacey yesterday not guilty of seven sexual assault and two other sexual offenses against four men. Um, he had faced these charges. They went all the way back to 2004 and through 2013. And Howard, you got to be feeling better because you're a big fan. I'm a big fan of his too. I mean, he made any movie I believe he was in, he made better. We talked about this yesterday. I, I, we were talking about the Mac the Knife uh, thing he did, the Bobby Darren Bobby Darren, yes. He is such a tremendous talent. I hate to see talent, great talent, get in so much trouble they can no longer ply their trade. And Kevin Spacey certainly has been persona non grata for a long time. I think he, he also, I won't say beat the rap, I think he also is found guilty on some charges here in America as well. So is he going to come back to America and face those, Howard, or is he out no, of the I, woods? I, I, think, I think he found I, – I could be wrong. I, I think those are all over and done with. Yes, here I am. The last year, a New York jury found him not guilty. So Wow, he's on a roll. If, if his um, – I'd like to see him back. Uh, you know, I, I, I When I do my YouTube, go down the rabbit hole, sometimes I start going, going down a Kevin Spacey rabbit hole. Not Just his imitation ability, his mimicking ability – he, he's. I just. I thought he was a great. I think he is a great actor and a great performer, um, and I hope that this will maybe give him a chance to get back into the public eye because he's been gone for a long time. I think two two Oscars. I think he's won two Academy Awards, if I remember correctly. But um, I, I. But I, like you just said, Bob, I was actually somewhat surprised. And they said that he cried when they announced the verdict, and I would too. <laughs> you know, if you thought I don't know what the. Um, how much time he could have gotten? Does it say here? Um, I don't know how much time he could have gotten in prison, but uh, if you you thought the next thing you were going to hear was uh, take him away to jail, and instead it was not guilty, 
yeah, I would be I would be weeping out loud as well. I certainly would be. All right, just about 9 o'clock, we've got UFOs, we've got deep fakes, we've got uh, Governor Justice and much more to talk about in the hour number three as the Watchdog Morning Show moves on. AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville. BC News. I'm Brian Clark. The U.S. economy grew at a faster rate than expected in the second quarter. The 2.4% GDP growth beat forecasts as the Federal Reserve continues to raise interest rates in its bid to bring down inflation. Fed Chair Jerome Powell announced that quarter point hike on Wednesday. As for the next decision that comes in September, looking ahead, we will continue to take a data dependent approach in determining the extent of additional policy firming that may be appropriate. President Biden's son Hunter remains in legal limbo. His plea deal on gun and tax charges fell apart under scrutiny from a federal judge Wednesday. She took issue with a provision he'd be immune from future prosecution and ordered the sides to reconvene in a month. ABC chief legal analyst Dan Abrams says, I expect that they'll be able to work something out. They will figure out exactly what the scope of the immunity is, what is exactly the conduct, what exactly is the timing uh, that is covered here. I think they'll get a little more specific on the language with regard to the gun charge, which, remember, isn't technically a plea, which is just an agreement not to prosecute. And I think that they're going to figure that out and come and bring it back to the judge. President Biden will speak today to discuss protections against the heat with more than 170 million people across the country under heat alerts. Russian President Vladimir Putin says fighting in southeastern Ukraine has intensified significantly. ABC's Ian Panels in Ukraine. It appears that we could be at a potentially significant point in this war with large-scale battles now being fought across the country. In the southeast, Ukrainian troops appear to be making a major push. Pentagon officials telling the New York Times this is now the main thrust of the nearly two-month-old counteroffensive. And a military coup is in progress in the West African nation of Niger. A military leader has been appointed president of the transition with the support of the army. You're listening to ABC News. This is Pretection. Yep, Pretection. The everyday skin protection ritual that protects your skin from mosquitoes. Pre barbecue. Pre playground. Pre everything. Free every day. Prevention is the best protection. This summer, make sure you have off the number one dermatologist recommended repellent brand, SC Johnson, a family company. Do you have heart failure and often hear? Those stomach issues ruined your birthday. You're too tired to play catch, Grandpa. Sweetie, you haven't touched your tools since the carpal tunnel syndrome diagnosis. If these seemingly unrelated symptoms sound familiar, talk to your cardiologist and ask about transthyretin amyloid cardiomyopathy, or ATTRCM, a rare and underdiagnosed disease that gets worse over time. Learn more at connecttoyourheart.com. That's connecttoyourheart.com. Sponsored by Pfizer. The U.S. women's national team played to a 1-1 draw with the Netherlands in their second game at the World Cup. The U.S. plays its final group game Tuesday against Portugal. A WNBA star is facing domestic violence charges. Raquana Williams plays for the Las Vegas Aces. Arrested on Tuesday, documents obtained by ABC News say she's accused of domestic battery. She